Hello everybody and welcome to the What's On Podcast. This is episode 12, I think. Uh, <laughs> my, uh, my name is Zachary. My name is Matt. And I'm Jo. There you go. Um, so today we're going to be talking, going to have a bit of an easy episode, we're going to be talking about stuff that's going to come up later down the year, like films, TV, events, uh, a single book off me, I don't know if you do have got one, but... Uh, oh, I've not got uh, one. I could have thought about that, I didn't think about that. That's actually mm. quite a good... Yeah, yeah, mm. it's... Uh, yeah, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but first of all, we're going. We're going to have a little bit change from what's on podcast to who's on podcast because um, Joe does radiography. So I thought it would be interesting to go through a little bit of that because I think it'd be interesting for people to learn about a bit about it. So, Joe. Yeah. First of all, uh, first of all, this is based in England, so work for the NHS. What is radiography? Um, so I'm a diagnostic radiographer um, there are two branches of radiography you've got radiotherapy which is the one that people usually know it's the um, cancer treatment and um, care to reduce tumours doesn't necessarily have to be cancer and then there's me who is a diagnostic radiographer who I image people in order to diagnose them so I do x-rays I'm a general radiographer um, so I take x-rays um, I work a little bit in CT uh, so we take scans using radiation and then there's also other branch of it that isn't just radiation so like MRI and ultrasound so 70% of people that come into hospital see a radiographer at some point yeah. so we we do a lot I, I, we do a lot we cover everywhere we work in theatres we work in wards all over the shop so what will be like your main like what's the majority of work in a day is it uh, like broken bones is it like... depends where you are mm. um I can go in, in to work on a day and I can be in theatre all day, mm. start to finish, um, in orthopaedics, in urology, um, unblocking things, pinning things together. Um, but then um, if I if there's not much theatre, I could be in A&E. So I could be actually in broken bones, doing chest x-rays and people that are querying pneumonia. I could be doing, uh, in Maine, just doing x-rays in GP patients, mm. people have had a cough for a while. Uh, you know, away in the knees, things like that. Yeah. It's it just depends when it's on the day. Be on mobiles. I could be going around the hospital with a mobile machine. Depends day to day, really. Uh, now, I bet some people have heard you say radiation and immediately think cancer causing sort of like. So we've joked about it a bit, but can you explain to people why, even though you, like it's with radiation, it's not this dramatic, dangerous thing that people think. It's radiation is dangerous. You yeah. can't deny that. I am, but I am a trained radiation protection supervisor and when I work I have to ensure that people abide by certain issues to prevent things happening that are negative so the whole basis of my work is benefits outweighing risks so that is always explained to a patient particularly patients who are pregnant for example and we work to certain guidelines to ensure that I am protected, that the patient is protected as much as possible and whatever we are doing is in their benefit. So it's just, it's just you know, it, what's going to kill you quicker in yeah. a lot of ways. And a chest x-ray is the equivalent to three days background radiation. So yeah. what you would get in three days just living your life yeah. is th- three days worth of background radiation. It's not as um, significant as people think in a lot of ways. And yeah. um, when you were studying for this, is it was it just pure academic work or placement and sort of type? So I did a three-year university course um, and it 
the start, I spent my majority of time at uni learning the basics, learning the bones. I know every bone in the body, theoretically. Theoretically. <laughs> um, um, so I I spent three years learning that, but on the other side of that, I spent a lot of time in placement. So yep. in my last year of university, I was in university 10 weeks total. The rest of the time, mm. I was at university. And it isn't like a normal university course. You are at uni the whole time i had like six weeks off the entire year yeah which is not a lot in terms of university time i know you went to uni matt and you mm. were off for like bloody six months at a time <laughs> <laughs> well yeah pair of you were don't give me that <laughs> yeah, um but yeah it's a lot more there's a lot more work focus which i guess it has to be because it's not just theoretical you're working with like machines you're making sure that you're doing stuff so that when you actually go into a job, you've had practical experience. Practical experience to do the job. Mm. And also, I'm working with patients. I can't I can't learn everything out of a book. And not every person is the same. Not every way of doing things is the same. Because some people can't do the positions I need to do the, to do the x-ray in. So you have to learn from people. Because yeah. there's just no way of knowing how to talk. To, you cannot teach communication. You have yeah. to learn it firsthand. And everyone starts off nervous. And everyone starts out not being able to understand yeah. how to talk to someone <laughs> and then eventually it, it sort of hits one day and you think oh I can actually do this yeah. uh, so one thing is what's the difference between a radiographer and a radiologist oh everyone was asking this this is a question I got asked in my university interviews and I remember <laughs> someone saying it to me before I know this a radiologist is a doctor so mm. a radiologist is the guy who sits and reports the images he is in charge of what I do yeah um, and then a radiographer is me. So I'm not a doctor. I'm an allied health professional. I am paid the same as a nurse, but I'm trained completely differently to a nurse. So I'm not a nurse, guys, um, despite popular belief. Um, and we do we do the images and they report them or they um, can decide on what, how the images are done, particularly with scans more than general radiography. Because um, with, especially in my hospital, we use a lot of reporting radiographers which is people who are trained to report the images as well as radiologists. Yeah. So it just depends, really. I mean, I guess we, uh, a lot of people think when they think of hospitals, they just think of doctors, but it's a huge collaborative effort oh between, like, nurses, doctors, radiographers. Like, it's all being put together just for even just a single patient. Oh, yeah. Like, you couldn't... I didn't understand before I worked in a hospital, and I tell you, you guys couldn't even dream of it, how many people work in hospital from doctors, nurses, they're the people you say in the media, but it's allied health professionals, physios, um, occupational therapists, just across the board, phlebotomists, everything. You just have people trained in different things, doing different jobs, and mm. not one person could not, a doctor and a nurse could not treat a patient. Yeah, they could not do what everyone does. requires do. more people, more mm-hmm. people who've been trained in specific ways. Yeah, 100%. So um, speaking about, um, so currently... Doing that, do you just do like general patients or can you go into various specialities to do with certain areas? Well, or? I can. Um, it, some, some are, it depends hospital to hospital. My hospital, um, they work in a way that you, after a certain amount of years, get trained in other modalities. Mm-hmm. Um, things like MRI you can um, and ultrasound, you do postgraduate study for. Things like CT, you tend to be able to graduate into. Um, to some degree, you get trained in house, but that's just at my hospital. Um, it does vary. Mm. One of my friends who graduated at the same time as me and trained and everything now. And that's just how their hospital worked. It just depends place to place. Yeah. Um, 
So, one thing um, I've, I've been bugged about to do that was uh, to do your picking of hostels during university because you had to travel quite a bit, didn't you? Yeah. Um, again, it depends university to university. Mm. Some, if you, you know, some if you're lucky, you are closer. We, when I was at uni, we had what six or seven placement sites, mm. um, and I went to University of Liverpool, and we had the Liverpool hospitals, Aintree, the Royal, um, ones in the Wirral, um, like Arrow Park. I I travelled to Crewe. But that isn't happening anymore <laughs> um, because now the bursary has stopped. I was the last year of the bursary. The bursary has now stopped, which meant that it's harder for people to travel. Yeah. So they are trying to help with that. Mm. Um, but yeah, and we, we are doing a rotation system now. But my university, when I did it, we did just stay at one placement site, but a lot of universities do a rotation. So yeah. I know Kiel, for example, they do a year at one hospital, a year at another, and they go back to the original hospital they were in first year. Yeah. Every every university does a different. Every radiographer I know, it's all different universities. They all did it a different ways. Yeah. What's kind of so? What's working for the NHS like? Like, what's the hours? Is it a good? Is it a fun place to work? It's it, right. I I cannot speak highly of the NHS. It is stressful. Um, yeah, I work a lot uh, one way or another, but that is completely down to the fact that across the board, and I'm not just speaking for radiographers, I'm speaking for nurses, doctors, everything from start to finish, we just don't have enough of them. And I I can honestly say I worked in A&E on a night shift last week and there was two nurses in mm. A&E covering 18 majors beds and minors department. And a, and a CDU unit. So, we, so in terms of patient numbers, would you be able to put that into? Well, we probably saw that night over 100 patients. Okay. And I was the only radiographer in the hospital yeah. as well. We, we just don't have enough staff. And we're a small hospital yeah. compared to some places. Mm. We just don't have enough staff. And um, it's, it's always going to be stressful because we are constantly papering the cracks to make sure that everything mm. goes well, the patients are looked after and... I absolutely love my job. My my work family are my family. I love everything about it. I wouldn't change it for the world. I find it interesting. I learn something new every day. Yeah. And I promise you that 99% of the people that work in the NHS would say the same. It is so rewarding. Mm. But at the moment, the climate we live in, it's just... It's stressful, man. You can't, you can't, you can't deny that. And I wouldn't say that's different for mm. anyone, really. Everyone's stressed. We say that's a lot to do with like lack of funding, to do with that, like not having enough people working at certain times. And... I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you anymore. I All I'm seeing at the end of the day is the patients that come through the door. There's not enough funding because we we get things done. My We're supposed to be having new digital rooms, upgrades. That gets pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. I see that. Mm. but And we don't have enough staff, but I don't, I don't know how much that is. People, people leaving because of the stress of having to paper over the cracks all the time yeah. but because they're leaving it's making it worse mm. so it puts more pressure on the people before their hands so i don't know i don't know what could make this better we could just do with like an extra three million people working in the nhs <laughs> and i'm sure we'd all be grand yeah. but we all know that's not going to happen and we all know that's not it's not viable it's just there's a lot of people and not enough people to care for them yeah um we're just increasing numbers all the time. Any seeing more people every day. Yeah. It's just crazy. It's just crazy. We just live in a society where we just can't handle the amount of people we have in it anymore. Mm. 
And I think that's just come to mind was, um, obviously you don't don't um, put down any colleagues or anything, but in terms of like to get into like medical professions, it's always like you need to be the best of the best of the best of the best, like A stars, A's, mm-hmm. all this. Your experience working with people, do they need like the amount of information? Is it just a skill that anyone could get of a like reasonable amount, or does it need to be those best people that need to? My degree, um, I needed three Bs at A level. Okay, that's that's to some people that sounds unachievable, but I really think it's such a practical job mm. that as long as you know what you're doing when you are taking the pictures and what you're looking at. Mm. It is essentially, it's not an academic thing in a lot of ways. Okay, you need to know a lot of names, a lot of words and a lot of um, things like that. But it is, you look at a picture and you have to make a decision there and then. And if that is, if that is a skill you have, then that is awesome. You can do it. And I, I do think it's a lot practical based. And I, will, I didn't get three Bs. I did not get three Bs. And I can honestly say that I okay it was difficult and we can all say we all did degrees here it was all difficult and we all had our moments but if you enjoy something i really think you can if you can if you enjoy something enough you can really get through things yeah and you can really finish them you know you didn't you didn't really enjoy your course at the end of it Mm. and you just lost interest and it it, it meant that you lost your motivation i enjoyed my course till the very last day i did it i enjoy it every day i go into work i love it and i feel like if people love something they can make things work no matter what and yeah. that's pretty much proof of it mm. but yeah i just want to start with that because it's interesting to hear from someone that's working in the nhs because all normal people or um, normal people like, like <laughs> civilians or <laughs> not military but, uh, <laughs> people outside the medical profession outside the military and so it's like all that um don't like all they say is the waiting times yeah. and the sit, sit, sitting down and wasting so that's all we see really um so it's interesting to hear from behind the scenes it is it is it has been a revelation let's mm. say um, and i come home every night and i'm trying to explain to people mm. your waiting time is not necessarily down to that and they don't see because they're sat in the waiting room they don't see that the ambulances are getting rushed in and they don't yeah. see that and it's it's all about i i know it sounds awful but um we are working really, really hard, and if if you use the if you use the provisions that are there for your A and E, you know your GP surgery, your chemist properly, then at the end of the day, everything will just fall into place a lot better than it is now. You don't need to go to A and E at three in the morning for a coffee fab for six weeks, yeah. and you see that too often, too often, and I do believe that that becomes. An issue because people are then pushing up breach times, waiting times all the time. That's all people see. All you see is the numbers, yeah. and you're you're losing the people behind that. We are giving high quality care to the people that need it. Yeah. And um, if you saw behind the curtains a little bit, I feel like it, it would make sense. Yeah. And I do feel off. I do have sympathy for people because I'd really struggle to be patient in a situation where I was poorly mm. or my child was poorly or a family member was poorly, but I I have the belief that you've got to understand that other people are there too. Mm. And it's it's a really difficult thing to have to explain to people. I mean, it's a little bit of entitlement, isn't it? It's just like, we have it for free, so we sort of take it for granted. Yeah. And then when we get like, I think everyone, 
apart from probably people at the far end of entitled, like I would just look at America sometimes and just go, oh, we have it pretty decent over yeah. here. Yeah, um, um, I don't know. It's one of those things. I don't know what will help it. I don't know what will yeah. change. But um, it's we are on our our back foot. We are on our last our last leg here, and mm. it's it's something needs to give. Oh, lovely. So, thanks for going through all that. Uh, Sorry. Right. <laughs> um, so back to a bit of regular programming, really. <laughs> some, uh, some films, TV, and After my games, run. all this. <laughs> um, so just stuff that's coming up in the area, really. Stuff we're looking forward to. Um, stuff that got interesting, etc., etc. Uh, start with some movies. So anything that is uh, picking your mind. Bird of prey. Oh, I'm looking forward to Ooh, that. The Harley Quinn, yeah. The Harley Quinn movie. I'm, I'm, I saw the trailer for it the other day, and I'm really looking forward to it. Is it February? Oh, I hope so. It's <laughs> the seventh or twelfth. So it's, it's like a collaboration between like a lot of female yeah. supervillains into yeah. it. Yeah. DC. I feel like this year is the year for female super, super, superhero, supervillains, yeah. superness. Yeah. <laughs> You've got Black Widow, oh, Wonder Woman. Exciting, yeah. excited. That's so cool. <laughs> Captain Marvel, I think, is getting a sequel this year. The Shay, the Shay. Um, I think they filmed it this year. I think I believe it's next year, but yeah, Birds of Prey. I'm really excited. What is it about? It is it? I don't know. I just feel like there's something they do about with Harley Quinn mm. that's exciting. Is like it Margot Robbie's portrayal, or is it just the way the character is? They made the character. Um, she does a great job at. Yeah, she, she's a she's a great actress, and she does a really good job. I feel, is I don't know, I feel like the character's just... Yeah, I like the craziness. I, f- I feel like Keep the, 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 the character's built for, very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Keep you on the edge of the seat, doesn't it? It's mm. good. I'm looking forward to it. Mm. And just It just looks exciting. I want to see what the other people are bringing into it. Yeah. It's one of DC's finer films. Yeah. Well, it looks like it's going to be one of DC's finer films. I think that's one of those sort of things. Like um, DC, I find very dark. Generally, it's a yeah. it's the, compared to Marvel, it's very dark. I love the light heartedness of the Harley Quinn. Yes, <laughs> I, I don't know if it's intentional, and I know it's completely separate. But I like the fact they've released this film a couple months after they released the Joker. Yeah, I mm. don't know if that. I I imagine it's probably not intentional. <laughs> Bring the mood back up. <laughs> it's just like bang, here's the Joker. Then a couple months yeah. later, bang, here's Har- the Harley Quinn film. It's like. Oh, this is, this is exciting. Yeah. yeah, we're speaking a bit soon though, because might be rubbish. But let's let's hope um, for a best. I'm looking I, forward to I it. I hope so because the previous things that she's appeared in, like uh, like Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. which has been no longer, it's just Suicide Squad, aren't just it? Suicide yeah. Squad. Um, like that's a fun movie to watch, but not the best. It's movie not a good world, movie. No. no. But um, so I think it might be along the same lines for this yeah. one. It'll be a fun movie. Yeah. Um, but like say like you say like DC when everything's dark. I don't think be ever left the like Dark Knight trilogy. Like, no. Like, they went completely realistic and then they tried to like keep that with it all yeah. the time. Um, mm-hmm. Justice League, I didn't enjoy that much. Yeah. No, it was um, funny. Just, Justice League was a bit... We talk about DC uh, female characters, like Wonder Woman this year, 1984, that's one I'm interested in coming out uh, because the original Wonder Woman, apart from the, the very end of it, which I thought it just went a bit, um, <laughs> I thought it was a great film overall. Yeah. What, what bugs me about what the Wonder Woman is in the trailer um, he's alive yeah I think that takes it away from the first film a bit but he died in the end of the first film so mm. why is he alive in the trailer 
I feel I mean, a twist coming on. <laughs> no, I wonder if that's a way to tease movie goers. How is he in this? What What I mean is, like, obviously films have done that before in the past where you don't know if someone's dead or alive, and then they obviously yeah. they pop up in the second film. But he was dead. But, yeah, <laughs> but he was... Yeah. Like, Boom. <laughs> I mean, it's, it is time travel as opposed to... Well, from what we can get to time travel, because it is that, that Steve... From that that time, it's not a, yeah. a reincarnation or a relative, mm. an identical relative from several generations. Mm. It's him. So I don't know. It, I think it's because the, I guess we'll wait and see how they explain it. Yeah, yeah. I think like the chem- it's because of the chemistry between them that they're doing oh, it again. Yeah. But I feel it also takes away from the first film because it's a dramatic thing at the end mm. where he's died and sacrificed himself, and now it's like oh. But he's lived in the second one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll have to see when it comes out. We will have to see. I do. I am excited for it though. I think I do feel like it's. It it could have done with a sequel. Like I felt like that's something that could have had a sequel, yeah. and mm-hmm. I'm glad it has got one. I'm excited for what they do with it because mm-hmm. I felt like there's a lot of things they could do with it. Yeah. Um. You two want to go with another one? Um. Black Widow. I'm excited for that. Mm. Oh, honestly. <laughs> hold my glass I was so excited for that when when she was oh my favourite character I don't know whether it's I just wanted to be her I think she was just oh I just love her Mm. when she died in Endgame oh my god spoiler no I'm joking (laughs) there was Mm. many many tears I was sat in the cinema like what's happening Mm. I am so excited for them to do this prequel I'm excited for when they're doing it as well in terms of in her timeline yeah it's just after civil war it is yeah and i'm very very excited for that i think yeah. that's going to be so interesting because it's like it's it's not i see when it first was announced it was mm. announced as a prequel and we didn't know when it was going to be yeah. and it was we everyone took it as when she was training to be a spy yes. prior to the avengers prior really to anything that's cool yeah however the fact that we already know her yeah. at this point and if you were watching in order, yeah. that would fit in, in Civil War. I'm excited for that. I'm gonna have to go and rewatch Civil War. Watch everything up to Civil War just so I can watch Black Widow. I'm excited. Yeah. I love her character. I think she's kick ass. <laughs> I think she'll be good, and I do like the incorporation of uh, the villain, which is Taskmaster. Who people don't know from the comics, his ability is to when he's fighting with someone to mimic their entire fighting style. So at the end of the most recent trailer, he they do this, the flip at the same time, and it's the exact same because he he copies her way of fighting. So I think that should be very interesting. That sounds awesome. The I'm of the so film. excited. And have you two seen Stranger Things? I haven't. No. I haven't. <laughs> it's like this big popular one, but like no one seems to have no, seen it. Like, I, I feel that. I feel like everyone was talking about it for a while. So like this but when nobody really saw it. Mm. <laughs> Assuming you saw it. I've seen it, like, but I only saw it because I thought everyone had seen it. Oh. Um, it's like um, everyone's going on about sex education. I haven't seen that. I haven't either. seen that. It doesn't appeal to me, I've got to say. I've not seen it. I wanted to check it out just because this YouTuber I follow or this team of YouTuber, uh, YouTuber channel that's a few guys. Um, someone in the like the setup of Sex Education was a fan of their channel, so in one of the scenes in Sex Education, they scrolled this character from the YouTube channel like into the, the wall and it like passed mm-hmm. over, and I think someone got in trouble for it because they didn't realise they put it in. But it was uh, quite funny. I would uh, like to see. That. I feel like I I'll, I'll give it a try, mm. but I'm not sure. Sorry, carry on. No, it's that's <laughs> the strange things. Uh, 
just one of the characters, um, the police cop in it, he's playing the like the Russian Captain America. Uh, the Russian Captain America. Yeah. Have you seen Captain the trailer? Russia. I have seen it, but yeah. I didn't... It's I the guy in the red suit in... Uh, oh, right, yeah. got he's, it. <laughs> he's basically Russian Captain America. He's, he's had the super soldier theorem, so he's a strong and sort of type. Right, so got it. I've clearly yeah. not taken this in very well, have I? So yeah, that's another one that should be interesting going forward. Uh, you know, on this in this in this vein, mm. um, Marvel's dark side, you know the little dark channel they're going down? They've done, yeah... Morbius. Yes. I am excited for that. Mm. My brother told me about this the other day and I was like, hmm, mm. that actually sounds good. It's mm. like it's like a superhero, supervillain, yeah. vampire dude. I didn't really understand the trailer, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it was just a guy trying to heal no. himself and getting bitten by vampire bats. Yeah. And then just turning into a strange yeah. werewolfy vampire thing. Didn't really get it. Mm. Very excited for it. I feel like they're gonna do mm. it well. Also, can we just discuss about the fact it's Jared Leto? I was about, I was about to and say he's that. gone over to Dark Side and gone to Marvel. <laughs> oh! I was, about to, I was about to say, interesting choice. Yeah, I think he just got a bit mugged off, didn't he, with the whole Suicide Squad thing? I and mean, then he just... They've all done it. Like, there's quite a few of them who've done like DC and Marvel. Like, a, a big example is probably like Ryan Reynolds, who, uh, after doing Green Lantern, he was like, I like, Dan- I like Deadpool. Yeah, but what a shock! <laughs> even uh, he, even he knows Green Lantern was a bit of a failure. Uh, oh well, yeah, he put it in. Yeah, he put it in the Deadpool oh, film. Oh, brilliant! Loved it. Uh, but is that okay in a third one? Yeah. Oh, I hope so. Yeah, I believe I saw something on it. They could go so much with that ball. They're going to keep him going forever, aren't they? Well, yeah. When he stops making his own movies, he's just going to be like a cameo character. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like Wolverine was like popped in every yeah. other of the like newer X Men films, so this is just gonna be Deadpool because he can go into anything basically, mm. uh, mm. apart from that stuff. But with the Spider Morbius one, mm. um, I spoke around about this a couple of episodes ago. But the way they're doing it is like Sony are doing their own little Spider Verse, and Marvel like the MCU, and the arrangement they've got because of Spider Man, it's that he can appear in like the MCU. Yeah. This Spider Verse, which is like Morbius, Spider Man, uh, Venom, them lot are going to be in this Spider Verse by Sony, and they're doing their own thing. Stuff that happens in the MCU films affects the Spider Verse. Stuff that happens in the Spider Verse won't affect stuff in the MCU. Got it. Uh, because obviously MCU is bigger. Yeah. Place. It's like I was saying, going down that dark path because they've just done Venom, haven't they? Mm. And it's. They, they're going down I never saw that but it's going down that route because mm. that was I didn't see it because it didn't appeal to me I'm not a scary movie kind of gal I've got to say mm. but it was it was it felt like they're going down that route aren't they yeah um, another one that I'm interested in is I'll one actually is Mulan which is the... I like that down too we've got, oh, we've got that oh. down as well I find it funny our first four or five films have all been female centred well no they Jared Lanson well, he's got long enough hair yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but Mulan it's very interesting because they're taking a, a different route than the animated film because like Aladdin and one of the other ones Beauty and the Beast was it? yeah they basically just copied it copied mm-hmm. the Disney, like the animated right. film scene for scene film but this one's doing its own thing they're not doing it as a musical they're having like Soundtrack to what you do. <laughs> I despise musicals. Well, <laughs> um, but 
they're doing their own thing, it's still doing magic, but it's having its own story based around that character, and it looks really interesting. Right. Um, um, I didn't know that. I, I knew they were doing it, and I was going to say about the... Um, how do we feel about these changing the animations into the live action things? Mm. Because I like the idea of it, mm. but I've not seen any of them because I've not been interested in them. Mm. I'm interested in Moonlam mm. because they are changing it. Yeah. But I feel like the other ones were... I don't know. I don't know what they were trying to achieve. <laughs> they were just conversing like straight to live action. I think I know, this one's but... doing its own thing, and I think because it's doing its own thing, it's like its own story yeah. now. They could do that on Mulan, though. Mulan was a... um, and it's got one hell of a budget. It's got two hundred and seventy to three hundred million budget, which for like context, Wolf of Wall Street was one hundred million. So they've got three times the budget of that, um, and then Joker. Um, budget 15 million I think it was no what no well, it, it might that. not be it might be more I'm thinking before so the 15 or 70 but it's still low yeah. <laughs> but still you could, but it's a different kind of movie isn't it like Mulan yeah. is always going to be a bit and it's going to be a war like there's war in it yeah there's going to be a, some big action dramatic yeah. that's what I was going to say whereas the Joker despite being an absolutely astonishing film it was very low key mm. it was very low key and you could do that oh, with yeah, a small you, budget you could tell we it could do that. I don't. Should we all recreate it? Yeah. That could yeah, be the yeah. next YouTube the, channel. The acting wouldn't be the best. <laughs> Location would be different. Yeah, we'll okay. do it in. Uh, Soundtrack would probably get copyright strikes. Yeah, we'll just go do it in Manchester. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll <laughs> pretend to be the Joker and see what happens. Probably get arrested. Let's not. <laughs> just recreate movies. That could be our new thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you remember that subway scene? Oh yeah. Uh, what is well, we're not, not going to do like scene for scene. <laughs> um, like I don't know if like uh, Jimmy Fallon's going to invite me on to uh, his show just to go. Do you want to hear a joke, Jimmy? <laughs> um, another one uh, that's coming up is The King's Man, which is the prequel. Is this another one you've got on your list? No, but no. It, it's interesting. I don't know this. The prequel to what? Sorry. Um, do you know The Kingsman with Taron Egerton? Um, it's a bit like uh, it's like a Mick take on the it's not a Mick take it's a serious film but it like it takes Mick a lot of uh, popular spy tropes yeah. um, so Kingsman it was really popular like they've had a sequel and now this one is a prequel to that series and set back where the Kingsman like the spy division as they're called um, set up so it's got a lot of like older actors like Ralph Fiennes which I've not seen him in a lot of stuff in a while just the start Voldemort. of it. <laughs> Voldemort. <laughs> That's where I know him from. <laughs> um, to set back in the olden day. So I'm really interested to see what they do with that. Because mm. yeah, it's a good film. The set yeah. films. And they film it in a very uh, fun way, I think. Is that the one you were trying to make me watch? Kingsman. Yeah. I thought you were trying to make me watch it. I do know. I can see the picture in my head. I can see the trailer in mm. my head. But... Um, don't think of never, um, never mind. Probably someone else. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, anyone? Oh yeah, a big one. Joe said she didn't. She never heard of this before. And I was ashamed. <laughs> Top Gun. Oh, Maverick into. Yeah. Um, what? Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> um, I think a lot of people are hyped for it. Um, I mean, it. How long has it been now? What? 30 years, I think. 30 years, why? 30 years later, oh, let's have a sequel. I mean, why not? Is it a sequel or is it a remake? Sequel. It's just a sequel. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think 
I think Tom Cruise is a great actor. Like, I don't think he's he's been in bad movies, but himself as an actor, he, he's a really good actor. Yeah, mo- how much? How much persuading? Yeah, would it it's funny. <laughs> yeah, how, yeah. Mm. Oh, oh, for Top Gun. Yeah. No, I I thought you were talking about the Mummy. Oh no. Because the Mummy, yeah, I could only think of like oh. money persuasion. <laughs> going to that. But in terms of Top Gun, I imagine he's wanted to do it for a while. Like. It, one of its most notable films. I know, but 30 years. Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? See small faces. Probably a bit of a laugh, yeah. Get paid for the pleasure. There's a lot of stuff to lose from it. What, in case it all goes wrong? Yeah, or what if it all goes wrong with sequels. And then it ruins the legacy of it. Exactly, that's always the issue with sequels, especially late sequels, because it could just ruin the legacy that they've built up already. Because people hype it so much. They, they, they've always got that scary prospect of going into it and it just failing yeah the only other one that I've got down is No Time to Die which is the James Bond the final Daniel Craig one I mentioned this tons of times in the last few episodes but it's just like Rami Malek great actors and he's going to be the villain Daniel Craig last one he's been the best Bond I think for a while uh, most realistic at least um, and just excited for it I'm Wait, looking forward to it. Have they announced the next James Bond? No. Well, this one's not even come out, so... No, I mean, have they announced the next... Oh, no, the next actor. No. Yeah. Um, could even be actress. No, um, <laughs> we talked about this last week. Um, that's Barbara something, who's the producer who has the say on all the Bond films. She, mm. she just flat out said there's not going to be a female Bond um, female actresses should be making their own characters and such like mm-hmm. I said it in a really good way she said um, why should they need to take on the back of these male characters they should be thrashing their own yeah, fair, fair play um, so yeah she's just flat out gone nope uh, which I agree with I understand yeah, yeah. I, I do feel like um, before we started this we were having a little discussion about Doctor Who for a bit mm. of background but it's, it is a funny it's a funny one because you are making things PC and people want it to yeah. be PC but they're forcing it on things that are possibly not mm. um, like she said it's a very valid point yeah. why should we have to make something that is fundamentally based on a character mm. that has been around for so long mm. why does that have to be forced PC yeah. um, and I, I it wasn't exactly offensive. Bond has never offended me. Okay, I get the whole um, oh, do you mean, like, female misogyny? stereotypes, mm. that sort of thing. Um, I get that. And you having the Bond girl, I get yeah, that. The Bond girl. Yeah, yeah, I get that. But that is, it's a film and it is a, it is a fictional story yeah. that is based on books yeah. as well. You can't go into that and change everything just for the lark of it. Um, there has to be some sort of respect and link to the original story that someone has written. Yeah. And I get that. And I, I do agree, I do agree in some respects that um yeah, if if they if if women want that role or people are very into the art per- that that person getting mm. that role, there should just be a new role made. There's yeah. enough film producers and films in the world to have a new mm. film that could take off. And with Doctor Who, like, um, that was a very easy one for them to do. Yes. From a public perspective, it wasn't because everyone was like, "It's the Doctor. It yes. should be a man." But it was a very easy one because he's an alien. And he or can change. She's an alien now, from him. Yes, yeah. that's the big difference. And I think they've sort of proved, like, I think they did a tester of it, like with Missy, what's yeah. name, and she thrashed that. Yeah. Like, um, so she always was. She's just a brilliant actress. Yeah. 
Um, and they've done that, and I think they did that so well. And But I feel like they did that in a way that wasn't like, here, have some political correctness. Mm. They did it in a way that it was... She was, like, amazing. Yeah. Um, but they've now made it so, so politically correct. Mm. It's arguably difficult to watch. It's almost uncomfortable to watch in some scenes because they are mm. doing that. And James Bond is a male character. Mm. He's a character. He's a human male character. And he's saying a story that has been mm. done so many times and people know the story yeah. that it would change so much just to just be like, well, they're a woman now. Yeah. Have that. What would they even call her? I want to know what they call her. <laughs> uh, Genevieve. Genevieve hmm. Bond. We'll go with. Yeah. Joanna Bond, that'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. I am the new James Bond guy, sorry. <laughs> well, this year as well, it seems to be the the year of horror as well, because there is a lot of remakes and a lot of, like, I don't think, ho- there's only a few horrors every year that, like, have some worthiness mm-hmm. to them. Uh, so this year, like, remakes... The Grudge is getting remade, like that's coming out. Invisible Man, Candyman, another Conjuring number twenty or something, <laughs> Purge number twenty five, um, and then a couple which may be alright. Like um, I know one that should be good, which is Quiet Place two. Yeah. Uh, I know everyone that had a lot of acclaim to it, it when it came out, um, and another one called Gretel and Hansel, which is obviously about Hansel and Gretel. They probably changed. Oh, really? It. <laughs> I was going to say they they just, they just changed the word around for you. Just go. Okay, something different. It's Gretel and Hansel. Mm-hmm. Um, another one that's coming out is called Baby Yaga, which is I think everyone's just going to read and go. Oh, it's that thing from John Wick. You <laughs> know, it's meant to be a horror movie. But one thing I wanted to say before going on was, how do you find out about films that are coming out? Because I find it unless it, there's a a huge thing on Twitter or mm. obviously YouTube ads or something like that. Like, how do you find out about films? I'm very much the same. I, um, I don't watch TV mm. um, I, don't, I can't think of many people that actually just sit and watch television now mm. put on and, and watch through the adverts we're in an age now we don't have to watch adverts yeah. so I, I to do this today to actually refresh everything we, we googled wouldn't we we yeah. just actually sat there and googled mm. that's the Fine only way stuff. to do it man yeah. Twitter or YouTube the internet the internet mm. you don't like the other one is if you go and see a film that's the other big one, I'd yep. say. I go into the cinema and I sit and watch a film, watch well, watch the adverts for a film, and that's the best way. Yeah. Mm. We we sit there, don't we, and we just. Because the only way you find is like awards, like uh, when they saw nineteen seventeen, because like obviously that was a big film in uh, like Oscar nominations, so it's mm. like and Twitter and everything. It's like it's more than adverts now. It's more about hearing stuff yeah. and through like Twitter and stuff. Mm. Um. So yeah, I think that's pretty much everything from films. Do you want to go on TV? Yeah. Um, things I'm excited for. I've got to say, I've got to say, I've got to go straight in with it. Mm. I am so excited for the last season of Lucifer. So excited. Mm. I'm so excited they brought it back. I'm slightly devastated that they've brought it, this is the last season. I'm glad they've extended it. I'm excited for what they do with it. Yeah. Because they've left it in in a way that they could basically do anything and it'd be exciting yeah. um, I'm just so excited for it but I'm so sad it's the last season and I hope they bring it back and I hope they renew it mm. and if you haven't seen Lucifer you need to watch it because it's like my favourite show um, so people don't know Lucifer's about uh, the devil basically coming down to earth <laughs> um, coming down to earth opens a nightclub and it goes on a story it's basically like, and it 
starts working with a detective to solve crimes. It's um it's basically a detective program with a bit with yeah. quite a bit of comedy and he's based off like the DC character like the Lucifer Monster from DC, so it's not like the literal devil. No. Well, he is the devil in that universe, but it's like not this red horns thing. Yeah. Who he is. But he's a good looking he's a comedic chappy. character. <laughs> um so it's, it is a fun series, and I liked that because Netflix took it over, that it went down to 10 episodes, and yeah. it was just concentrated stuff rather than having to do like this 24-episode space-out everything yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I think I mentioned another time, but they've cast a god in the mm. final season, which so I imagine they would have had to do at some point. Oh, yeah, they've got to bring god into it at some point. What, the strange one. daddy? Yeah. <laughs> It's actually taking some time off, like uh, from all this prayer stuff. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's the literal god. <laughs> um, one thing I'm looking forward to is a Netflix one called Money Heist or La Casa de Papel, uh, which is a Spanish TV program. Here we which go. Is, <laughs> uh, which is funny because I only watched this to like help improve uh, Spanish, but it's a really good program that I think every, like even people who are not interested in learning Spanish should watch because it's like a prison break if you've seen it it's mm. a heist into um, um, a mint which is a factory which prints money yeah so this heist is set in Spain um, where they break in and it's just a very psychological um, program where they have this master plan and it shows you how they've planned it mm-hmm. and as the series progresses it's like like stuff changes, the police come into it, a situation changes, and then it flashes back to, oh, this was planned for, it was part of the plan, and it keeps going like that. Mm-hmm. Every episode there's a twist, it's just a really good film, and I think a lot of people haven't seen it because it's in Spanish. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't have seen it without like wanting to, wanting to see it practice. It's a really um, good programme. I watched come... yeah, it. Yeah, it's fine. And the uh, next uh, next season on Netflix is coming out some, uh, midpoint this year, April this year, so I'm looking forward to that. Mm, I watch everything in Spanish. Uh, in Spanish. <laughs> I watch everything with subtitles anything, anyway. Yeah. I'd, um, I'd really recommend that. It's really yeah. good. Grant? Um, next. Um, we saw one called The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, Disney Plus, isn't it? That's coming towards in March, isn't it? Mm. I think so. What's if... your opinion on these? Because we've already had superhero TV shows. Like we've had Arrow and yeah. Flash. Like We've had that, but this is something different, isn't it? It's the movie characters coming in TV. Yeah. yeah. I don't mind it, to be honest. It's nice. I think it'd be nice, especially two out of the Marvel Universe, two smaller characters in on the grand scale mm. getting their own show. I mean, there's several ones coming up. There's um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. There's Division, which mm. is uh, uh, Scarlet Witch and Vision. Uh, there's Loki. Um, so I think I don't know if he's sharing that with Hawkeye because I think Hawkeye was meant to have his own thing but I think they're mixing those two now uh, but yeah carry on sorry um, got a few going yeah no I, I quite enjoy it I cause I'm just a bit of a big fan of the Marvel characters so mm. I'm not sure if I'd watch it though I'd watch it I would you know what it's funny all these movie, movie, movie character programs come out mm. and I'm almost like yeah I'm really interested in that I never watch them mm. I don't know what it is that turns me off them yeah. but I never get around to it but I would see the Falcon and the Winter Soldier those two characters are my most exciting but however you just said about the um, 
Wandering Vision one. Yep. I would love to watch that. That's they're like another couple of my favourite. I really actors. like Paul Bettany, the actor who plays yeah. um, uh, Vision and also yeah. voiced Jarvis in the original yeah. ones. Uh, I think he's a really good actor and he's not been in as much as I would have liked to see him in. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I think that'd be cool. They could do a lot with them. They mm. could do a lot with them. But I feel I don't know what it is that turns me off them. Come back to me in a few months when they come out and I'll, I'll watch them and yeah. say. But I, I don't know what turns me off them. Mm. But something clearly does. Yeah. And we're just saying then in terms of <clears throat> not watching TV, like everything is streaming nowadays. Like, oh, yeah. Like there's even yeah. Britbox now, which I didn't even know was a thing, oh, which is the BBC. Is <laughs> not, I've not Brit used box. it, is it bad? Britbox annoys me. It's... No, it annoys me the fact that you pay for a TV licence and then they come up with that. Mm. Do you have to that... pay for it? Yes. How much is it? I don't know, but it, it annoys me that you got you have to pay for a TV license, but then they come up with like that. what? Like what? Actually, is it is it is it like BBC iPlayer? Like because yeah, it's still around. Because essentially what it is. It's it's I, they're gonna make iPlayer, so it's you know how iPlayer have like a series on there. Yeah. So like, like they've got Gaffney Stacey at the mm. moment. They've got no no like like Alto. They've got Sherlock all on there at the mm. moment. Um, they have a few others. I was looking at them the other day. They're moving all that onto BritBox. So Waterloo like, Road as well, you know, like yeah. classics. That so it's you like might historical eye player. Yeah, it's yeah. historical eye. It's like the archives. Yeah. Um, which is cool, um, but a lot of it was available on, say, YouTube or yeah. things like that, and they had them. Their channels had them. Yeah. It wasn't. We used to watch Waterloo Road, but just yeah. for something to watch. Yeah. And we used to watch that on YouTube. Yeah. With no adverts, it was grand. We just mm. used to stream it, didn't we? But and it was their YouTube channel. It wasn't anything. So it wasn't actually dodgy. It was just their channel their who channel had the rights to show it. Yeah. Mm. But they're taking that away to put it on this paid pr- paid, paid thing, mm-hmm. which you sh- defeats the object of paying for a TV license. I, I you... get it for Americans, mm. if it's available, because it was available in America first. Yeah, but it's called BritBox. I know, but it's so they can watch British TV. In the same way we watch Netflix, and a lot of that's American. Yeah, but it's, it's a lot of... it's. A big thing now, like there's BritBox, which I've only just recently found out about. Obvious ones like Netflix, Hulu, um, Amazon Prime, Now TV. I think, now TV. Um, I think HBO has just come out with one. They're going to start one called HBO Max. Like, it's. I'm wondering how many channels on standard TV are going to have to like how much this is hurting them probably. Yeah. That, that how many of them are not going to survive this next ten years because. Mm. Uh, adverts are going to go towards streaming, aren't yeah. they? They're going to go. Uh, what can go before? Uh, well, Netflix doesn't do adverts, do they? So I don't know. Before HBO, they do probably. have some adverts, I think. Do they? Or is that now TV? It's now TV, isn't no. it? Um, I I find it difficult to. The thing is, it, it gets to the point, doesn't it, where there's a lot. You, you're looking for one thing, mm. and you go through. We we have to have pretty much all of them. Between us, we have pretty much all of them, don't we? Mm-hmm. So we are const. If we want to watch a film, we have to look through everything. Everything. To see if it's that, and then when you don't find it on you, they're like, "Well, we're not paying for another one," <laughs> or like, "You want to watch? We want to watch Sherlock, yeah. so we have to go through everything." And we watched all oh, Netflix when it was on Netflix. Now it's on iPlayer, and it's going to move to BritBox, mm-hmm. and that's annoying because yeah. I'm going to have to now pay for it when I'm already paying for three other, yeah. three and, other TV stu- and a TV license. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Personal opinion, but <laughs> annoying. But, um, the only thing that I'm looking forward to this uh, month, other than stuff that I've laboured on tons of time previous weeks, is The Boys Season 2, mm-hmm. uh, the Amazon series. Um, that's something I'm really looking forward to. They brought out a great trailer. Um, 
few weeks back, a couple of months back now actually. But that's coming out midpoint this year. Uh, looking forward to that. I enjoyed that series. It's very mm. dark. Um, viewpoint on superheroes. Right. Um, I do know of this actually. I was thinking yeah, about you that. Do, it's, it's, I've I've, it's, I've heard of this. It's really good. It's Is the it? one, it's, one I told your brother to watch. Yeah. It's, yeah, and he did watch it. Mm. But it's really good. It's when, comedian dark style. Um, sometime midpoint this year. Um, like, this year. Yeah, like Jan, June or July. But they've not announced it, but it's they know it's this year. It's, it's funny. Um, but yeah, that's good. And it's it's a dark viewing. Like it's it uh, it's R. It's, I don't know. It's R rated because it's TV like online. But mm-hmm. it's that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, any more TV? Um, no. no. <laughs> we've covered everything we want to cover. Yeah. Everything. But blank sheet totally. No, we've got a few bits. Oh, go on then. We've got. We just got. Um, general we've just stuff. got a few general things oh, this shoot. year. Um, this year. This year, sorry. <laughs> which um, is a leap year, guys. Which oh, is exciting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's an exciting point of twenty twenty. Leap year. Um, we've got an extra day, man. Twenty twenty could bring the end of Donald Trump. The twenty twenty presidential elections, which are already marred by controversy already. Got all the politics. I know. I won't go. I won't go in, mm. into personal opinions, but. Mm. Just forward mention it. <laughs> and that's going to happen this year. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to that. Yeah, because that's November, isn't it? Yeah, I believe, I believe so. Yeah. Just so, holding on to your hair so, now, Zag. <laughs> you, you don't. You never know. You might not even make it today. You might be impeached beforehand. Nah, it's officially forty-seven thing. They're all going to vote, so it's mm. not going to happen. That well, you never know. You no. never know. Four guys might just go. Time to stab him in the back. Uh, but a big one for me was the twenty twenty Olympics this year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that should be fun. Um, it's always nice seeing just going through and going ah oh, some uh, bowls are happening <laughs> <laughs> you know what's, what I love about it is it's when you're in summer and everyone's stood there with a cold pint and you've got the barbecue going and it's like what's the tele- let's, let's get something on the tele- hey, it's just the Olympics and which that's, that's my memory it? yeah which sport is it today is it a bit of ice skating it, no that's the Winter Olympics isn't yeah. it? <laughs> is it is it fencing is yeah it? Bit of fencing, bit of ja- javelin. Bit of judo. Yeah. It's also the Euro 2020 this year, football-wise. Yeah. It's always fun, football tournaments in the summer. Mm. Every year. Throwing. Every year. I remember it's last year. Every two year. years. Oh, it was so annoying. Oh, every two years. Oh, well, I am sorry. Well, I, the when Euros... the World Cup was on, I was just like, oh my God, is there ever, ever not a football game? I feel like that at the moment, to be honest. There wasn't the tournament last summer, but there is this summer. Oh, here we go. There isn't one the year after. There is the World Cup again the year after that. How exciting. Um, sure, me and Zach are absolutely thrilled oh, about I, that. I am thrilled. <laughs> the, the, the last thing we... Well, the last thing we've got to mention, well, I want to mention... Well... I've got something to mention too, but, <laughs> to me, but Zach, um, me and Zach can talk about books. There's, there's two more things. Um, next-gen consoles. Oh, five. <laughs> five, right. Go. Um, next-gen consoles this year. Yeah, PS5 and Xbox yeah. series coming out. That's quite exciting. Be are you gonna? Which one are you gonna turn towards? I don't know. I need to look into it. Is the is there a benefit on it? Is there exciting I, about I, it? I have to say I haven't even looked yet. Have you not? No. They're gonna be expensive. They are going to be expensive. Because everything's expensive now. But yeah. oh my goodness, they're gonna be expensive. They and then the games expensive. are gonna be expensive. Everything's expensive. Yeah. Mm. Right, books. books. Me and you, books. books. You know what I'm excited for? Shoot. What I'm very excited for, I now can't remember the name of it, which is going to really wind me up, but the, the prequel Hunger Games book, oh, that comes out really soon. Something like The Ballad of Mockingbirds or something? It's like called something like The Mockingbirds and Snake. Snakes. Yeah. Well. Snakes and... Uh, can't remember. I excited for yeah. it. I, everyone's kicking off at the moment. This is a big deal at the moment. Everybody is booting off 
because it's about President Snow. Yes, yeah, the younger version, how he got to there. But however, mm. I'm quite interested. Well, I'm I... interested because like Katniss or anything, maybe boring as anything prior to it. Like yeah. he's probably the only interesting character you could go back and do. Right? Um, there is a few things they were going to do it on the well, what people predicted because no one can predict what she was going to do. Yeah. People predicted it being on, a, on an old games, so like Mags's games, mm-hmm. which was like the se- second, third, fifth, something like that. Mm. In, in, below 10, yeah. one of her games. That was really important, and I feel like that was a really big deal, and they were going to do it about the dark days and stuff, yeah. you know, where the revolution. That would have been cool as well. However, it's... Um, I'm not I'm not offended by being about President Snow. Tell me when I've read it. I am very critical when it comes to books. Mm. If I've read a series and a new book comes out in that series, I am critical of it, especially if it's a prequel. Yeah. Because the issue no, with pre- prequel is always your knowledge of the character prior to yeah. makes you think how they would act in the current series. Yeah. So you think, oh, he did. He was like this in that book. Yeah. Why was? Why did he do this in X book? I just hope they don't do what they did with Harry Potter. Oh my lord! Like Which Fantastic Beasts. Oh, I've not actually kept up with him. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I am the biggest Harry Potter fan ever. Mm. Yeah, Fantastic Beasts was difficult to watch for me mm. because it was American, and I know that sounds awful, but yeah, yeah, it was yeah. difficult. And I hope the book, because it's going to be a long while before they do a film, I know. But I hope the book is done with style and class and mm. and respect for the. Yeah, for the series, the series. Yeah. so it all links up and it all makes sense because it could very easily just like yeah. just just blow everything out of the water which would be awesome if I, I mean that. she sort of I don't, she went mental with Pottermore like she put out so much in, like you know what Pottermore is the yeah, like, yeah. her, oh, give it, her oh, expanding the knowledge yeah. and, <laughs> and, and she get, and she started putting on all this random stuff and it yeah. was like just, 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 li- just leave it alone like, yeah. you did your job just yeah. like just, I don't mind tidbits, but don't be like feeding us. And some of the bit was just pure like PC. It was just like, like one thing like everyone like when it's just like oh, Hermione could be black, and it's just like you don't need to just, like yeah. It's like it's I don't know if it's stated in the books, but it's just like it's just pretty bringing, sure it was. It's, it's bringing in. It might have been. I'm pretty sure it was, but it's just like it's bringing in PC stuff into a series that people are just enjoy. Like, it's a kid's book. Like And you... we all have now learnt that. Yeah. And it's now a, a set impression. Like, and you, when you think of Hermione, you don't mm. think of um, Cursed Child Hermione. Mm. Was it Cursed Child Hermione? Yes, it was Cursed Child Hermione. The play, which, yeah. who was black, I don't know her name. She was lovely. She did it really well yeah. and it was really cleverly done. Mm. Um, but I, I, you don't remember her. Yeah. You remember Emma Watson. Yeah. And that's because that's the image that we all grew up with. We yeah. were the generation that grew up with Harry Potter. Yeah. So. Um, the only book I'm looking forward to is because I've not kept up track much of books is the Scudderly Pleasant books, which um, a series we talked about previously, but it's uh, the next one in that is coming out, but it's like the 14th book in the series yeah. now. And it just makes me think of like this guy's pretty consistent. He took a break between two series. Like he did this full series of nine books and then this is like the sequel series. Mm-hmm. But like 14 books in, I think... 12 year, or 12 or 13 books in 12 years and then we're just looking back at uh, JR and just going come on can't you get the next, next go- uh, Game of Thrones book out <laughs> it has been, it's almost been a decade since the last Game of Thrones book has come out so do you think you'd read it if it came out or do you reckon it affects because you've seen the TV show now well this is one of the things he said he's come out recently like when he first did it he said oh the TV is pretty similar to how I was going to finish the book and now we came out a few days ago so nah it's different and just like because everyone hated it. Yeah. Um, 
Which it, that's why I don't like because it's now influencing how he's going to write. Yeah. Uh, which it shouldn't have. Been. It shouldn't have happened. It should. It shouldn't have been. They rushed the Game of Thrones series a little bit. Like mm-hmm. it should have just. It's. It was like Harry Potter. You wouldn't have released the last Harry Potter movie without having the book, would you? Yeah. Should have waited. Sorry. So. Sorry. Unpopular opinion. Should have mm. waited. <laughs> um. But yeah, I think that's probably all we've got time for. So, uh, thank you very much for being on. And Don't thank worry. you very much for listening. We'll be back. <laughs> um, so social at Twitter at underscore What's On Podcast, Instagram and uh, Instagram, Facebook and YouTube at the What's On Podcast. And uh, thank you very much for listening. If you could leave a review, apparently that helps. That'd be great. Send thank any questions much. to us that you haven't wanted to ask. Yeah, because be we could do like a little segment on different things, like you've just done with moi. moi. You could do a little segment on different things. That'd be really cool. It'd be lovely. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you. Bye.